Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Our next guest has lifted Sam Maguire eight times with Dublin. Safe to say that Philly McMahon is a Dublin footballing legend. And this year he's supporting Focus Ireland and Borg Gosh's Energy Shine a Light Night. It's a cause that hits particularly close to home for Philly and he's uh, in with us now to chat about why he got involved and talk about the dubs and all kinds of other things. How are you, Philly? Hey, lads. Thanks for having me on. Not at all. Thanks for coming in. Cheers. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, how are Ballymun doing these days? Are you uh, still playing football with them? I am, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still there, hanging in there. Uh, I'm the old age <laughs> of 35. But yeah, it's uh, we had a poor year this year for the calibre of team that we have in terms of having seven Dublin players. But it's always difficult every year when you have a huge chunk of your your group playing with the Dublin team for the for Because the they're season. just not available. Yeah, they're gone they're gone for most of the season, so when they come back in, look if if you think about it, you go into any change room and take seven players out for the majority of the season mm. and mm. include them back and in. And do you find hard. guys wanna take a lump out of you because they're like he's what got two players? Good. Yeah, club players. Because, yeah, hopefully you know, not the older, yeah, your own young players. Sometimes they do as well. Sometimes they do as well. Yeah, no, look, I mean, it's and I suppose you, you do it yourself when you you set the bar high when you're playing club football that you want to mark Dublin players as well. As, yeah, um, other players. There's a few other players that have come into Dublin recently from other counties as well. So you'd like to get a little <laughs> bit of a, a chance to get at them. But yeah, no, that happens. Like, um, so Dublin players will will. You don't really generally see Dublin players playing unbelievably well in club championship. Was there any player that you used to have a, like a regular niggle with um, in, in club in, championship in, uh, when you're playing for Dublin? Um, myself and Dermot Connolly would be known publicly. Would have had good battles, like you know. Yeah. I think mm. That was just due to respect we both had for each other, you know. Um, so myself and Dermot would have good battles. But would you be that, tempted? Everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah. Philly had a beef. Everybody, everybody. nobody safe. Would you be tempted uh, to go Dublin Masters? Is it is uh, it time yet? No, it probably am a banger. I probably. I think I don't know. I haven't even inquired about that right, just yeah, yet. Yeah, so, uh, stop putting it into his yeah, head. Dave. I'm still playing I club know. championship, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, know, just, you know what? I'm playing a bit of soccer at the minute. All the the Gale Gars will be going mad now after hearing that. But I'm playing a bit of soccer um, with Hulk Rovers at the minute. So, all oh, right, yeah. Because just, you're working with Bose as well. As yeah. the kind of what is it, the fitness coach there? Yeah, performance coach. Performance coach. Yeah, performance yeah, coach. Yeah, so I think just hanging around the environment of the football world has made me want to win. And how do you how do you find the game? I mean, obviously everyone plays it as a kid or whatever but obviously you focus so much on Gaelic football how do you find jumping into football now soccer now well if football was my first sport All right, okay. when I was a kid um, I went over to Nottingham Forest when I was 14 on trials and um, I, it was always my first sport but I suppose I'm not going in as a footballer like no. I'm going in as a performance coach so I'm trying to help um, I can't really say much but I'm trying to help whatever the manager needs me yeah, to help with of course, you know? yeah. if you hadn't gone down the route of Gaelic football do you think he could have made it as a regular footballer I don't know the, the, the percentages say probably it'd be, be hard to make it you know um, anybody that gets a professional contract let's say when they when they initially go over there's 90% of them don't get a second yeah. mm. so the percentages are quite low but who knows like you have to look at the value set of the individual and the attitude and the background and, the, and, and all of those things then would give you 
a higher percent, percentage of, of probably doing something as a career, maybe mm. not at the top level, but who knows. Yeah. Anyone who has read your wonderful book, in fact, as, this, as soon as we mentioned you were coming in, we got a load of texts in and people really loved your book. And in that you document, uh, you know, your life story and the story of your brother that you lost when he was younger. Um, and obviously that's why, you know, Shine a Light, Focus Ireland Shine a Light Night is particularly important to you. Um, tell us about your involvement in that and what it means to you. Yeah, I'm delighted to be involved um, in Focus Ireland. The partnership between Focus Ireland and Board Gosh got on to me about uh, getting involved. It was a no-brainer for me because, you know, my understanding of homelessness was when I grew up in Ballymun, generally people that were homeless were people that were struggling with addiction in the streets, mm. you know. But as I got older and kind of more educated, I realised there was a lot more than that. It was people that struggled struggling with mental health, people... And nowadays it's probably evolved even further to... You know, it's on most people's doorsteps in this country. Like, you know, mm. the numbers. Mm. I actually just got the numbers in from last month, and and if you look at the the total people homeless, it's gone up to nearly eleven thousand. So that's gone up two hundred and thirty-seven individuals. It's gone up sixty families, and it's gone up like eighty-three children. Mm. It's not crazy. slowing down. This like, is not slowing not, down. Not, that's the know? thing. Like, if if you don't hear about it for a while, you think, oh, maybe things are getting better. But then you see numbers like that, and it's just the reality hits home. Well, when you so so these people, these ten thousand, these nearly nearly eleven thousand people that um, are in emergency accommodation, like it's not just their home, the roof mm. over the head that is the issue. Is it, it's more so all the other factors that we people that have homes take for granted. You yeah. know, uh, I've mentioned it before. Like it's like your kids coming home from school and and feeling like they have you know a sense of belonging to their to their home and bringing their friends around. and yep. all of those little things. It's stuff that you took for granted when you were a kid growing up and these these children don't have that you know no. and that impacts them massively as, as life goes on and obviously your brother John when he was suffering with addiction he was experiencing homelessness and it's not just the person who's homeless who's struggling but it's the family members people who are worried about them and it, it has that ripple effect out into families and loved ones and all that yeah like I mean the way it works is you know, when somebody, let's say, experiments with some substance or any addiction, in fact, what will happen is they'll be functional. They're, most of the time, they'll have to pay for their own their own habit, like, you know. And heroin is like a 20 to 30,000 euro habit a year, like. So mm-hmm. when you lose your job, you start stealing from the home and then the family say, look, you're stressing us enough, enough. We need to, mm-hmm. you know, push you out and uh, onto the streets and you become homeless and then you start stealing from you know, retail stores, wherever you can get your hands on to pay for this habit and then you end up in prison. So that's the cycle that goes on, like, you know, and um, that hasn't changed. Like, that's still the same thing because families don't know what to, how to deal with someone that's that's struggling and that's stealing from the home. Um, it's just, it's, it's a difficult situation. No one's trained for that, you know, like, it's, no. it's a situation you find yourself in if that's the, if that's the scenario that your life is. But like, yeah, you're, you're, as a family, you're not trained to, to, to cope with that and that's why people get pushed you know yeah. for lots of reasons but like you know it does make sense that that is that's how the family has to end up dealing with it and then on on the 14th of October the shine a light night so what's the logic here the logic here is to raise awareness of the problem of homelessness as i said that seems to yeah. it flips in and out of the news cycles as to you know when people are, are aware of it but this is to really i know it's a pun but it's to shine a light on what's going on for people yes definitely like we 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 could do all of these predictions around COVID and, you know, how many people are going to get COVID and we should have known this was coming, like, you know, and it's not getting, as we said, it's not getting any better. So we need to, um, I mean, for me, I'm a, I'm, 
I'd like to think I'm a practitioner socially. Like you know, I'm I'm I've been in an environment or a culture in in my community of Ballymun where we've been taught to point the finger at issues and give out. And and there's a lot of brilliant people in my community now that are saying, Do you know what? Let's just roll the sleeves up and get stuck in here. Right. And I suppose Focus Ireland and this event, Shine a Light Night, is is one of those things. Roll your sleeves up. You know, get into your garden, meet with your colleagues out of work or wherever it may be. Uh, my gym, B do seven. We're going to have everybody outside the gym on the night doing it as well. So sleeping out, sleeping out. Yeah, yeah. So just to get that little bit of a appreciation for what actually feels like when you're on the streets. Yeah. Well, it's it's what you say about the about the cycle of it. Like I went to school in town, and we did a sleep out every year, and that was in the eighties and nineties, and that was raising awareness of homelessness in the 80s and 90s yeah. and here we are nearly <laughs> 40 years later man I'm old but like uh, but it, but we're still raising awareness of the same thing people need to be made aware of that and and also then of course raise a huge amount of money hopefully yeah we're trying to we're at the target last year and, and they met 1.2 uh, million this year it's 1.5 million 5, you right. know, and that's going to go a massive way to uh, prevent and like I, th- I think uh, so far um Focus Ireland has prevented families like I think it's up to 200, 300 families from going into homelessness right. you know so it's massive so hopefully we can get everybody on board my, my part is just to use my bit of profile that I have to get get the message out there to try get as many people participating on the night so we can yeah. get that 1.5 million Well shineolight.focusireland.ie is the place to go if you want information on it uh, before you go Philly we've got to ask you about the dubs and where you think they're at obviously beating I thought I was going to sneak out the door <laughs> <there before. laughs> no afraid not no chance uh, beaten by Kerry in the semi-final and I suppose there was question marks around Desi Farrell and whether he'd be still at the helm and but now you've got positives in that Jack McCaffrey and Paul Mannion are coming back into the fold after a little bit of time away. You think it's a positive time? Are you excited about it? Or where's your head at in terms of the dogs? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of, there's two sides to it. There's one side where you're like, these two players come back in, gives a massive energy to the county, not only the team, but the county. Everybody's buzzing mm. now. Mm. And just, you know, they're coming back into Division 2 football and there's a lot of positives around and a lot of buzz and energy around Dublin football right now because of that. Um, however, there's also a lot of question marks still there, you know, Kerry, uh, we, you know, the Dubs are only one point away from taking Kerry into extra time and you never know momentum-wise what would happen in extra time but for me, uh, we could have been two or three points mm. away from, from you know, getting to extra time as well so I don't think the, that, that team that's there at the minute will, will sit on what happened last year I think they'll build for, for this year and, and their standards will be quite high so I'm excited for the season next year with the, I'm excited for, you know, league football is brilliant every year but Without the dubs, I'm just not sure how it's going to be. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Spoken like a true dub. I love it. <laughs> Philly McMahon, thanks so much for coming in. As always, great to chat to you. Uh, you can drop us a text or a WhatsApp on 087 4100 And that website again, Dermot, you've got there in front of you? It is, yes, it is shineolight.focusireland.ie. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.